the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he voted to acquit because the Constitution says you can't impeach a former president. We have no power to convict and disqualify a former officeholder who is now a private citizen. Seven Republicans joined all 50 Democrats, but they fell 10 votes shy of the 67 needed to find Mr. Trump guilty. President Biden has signed an executive order reestablishing the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Just a little bit after 1 p.m. here at Intelligent Radio, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian. For the weather today, it's going to be cold and mostly sunny. Embark with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel. Stand with Israel Tour, October 27th through November 5th. Join your fellow Patriots by signing up today. Worry free booking is now open at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Northern Alliance Radio Network, Walter Hudson sitting in for the closer, Brad Carlson. My honor to be here, happy to be here with you on AM 1280 The Patriot intelligent radio i like that i like that tag intelligent radio we're going to be focusing a lot on the value of intelligence during the program today i'm gonna i'm gonna share with you i'm gonna take this because it's been about a year since i've sat behind a broadcast mic and i'm not going to take for granted that i'm going to get the opportunity again And so what I want to do with these next couple of hours is treat it as though this is my one shot, my one chance to tell you the the only thing I think you need to know or as much of what I think you need to know in order to successfully navigate your life and pursue your values within a limited amount of time. I got two hours and then that's it. We're never going to hear from each other again. That's the premise. Another way to put it would be, if I only had two hours to tell my sons the, the totality of my accumulated knowledge that I thought they needed in order to pursue their own lives, what would that entail? That, that's what I want to share with you here today on The Closer on Northern Alliance Radio Network. Again, my name is Walter Hudson. 651-289-4488 is the number to join us during the program today, am1280thepatriot.com is the website, and you can also contribute via Twitter using the hashtag NARN, N-A-R-N. I'll be monitoring that throughout the show. By the way, in the second hour at 2 o'clock, we're going to be joined by State Representative Jeremy Munson, who has been distinguishing himself on social media as one of the very few elected Republicans who's getting right to the heart of the matter. I mean, he's just he's, a, he's attacking the left on their premises, on their moral premises, which is exactly where we need to be doing so. And he's been doing so with unrelenting, uncompromising determination and exactitude. 
And so we're going to be catching up with him on what's been going on in the state legislature, what's been going on down there in St. Paul. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to that conversation. But let's start with, okay, on the list of things, if, if I've got two hours to tell my sons, you know, I, I'm, going, I'm being taken away to the gulag, all right? I'm being dragged away in chains, and I got two hours until the Stasi arrive, and they're never going to see me again. In, in that time, what do I share with them? Now, there is, there is, of course, a number one answer to this question, but we are the patriot here and not the mission, so I'm going to skip over the gospel, not due to its lack of importance, but just due to the branding we have here on the program. I'm not going to spend a significant amount of time to you convincing you of the truth of the Bible. Let's just take it for granted that that would be my number one message to my sons. Trust in Jesus as your Savior. Trust in him as your Lord. After getting past that part, the question would become, all right, what, what about the rest of things down here in the terrestrial realm, in the secular world? What does your battlefield look like? What tools are you going to require in order to successfully navigate that battlefield and claim victory in the various arenas that you'll find yourself thrust in, whether by your own choice or through no choice of your own? And I think, you know, as as with any conflict, any war, any battlefield, one of the most important things you need to have at your disposal is intelligence reconnaissance, a layout of the land, an understanding of who your enemy is, how your enemy operates, and where their forces are deployed. And and you need that information before you can begin to formulate a strategy to defeat them. What is it that you're even fighting about or fighting for or fighting over? That's an important thing that you have to define at the outset. Far too many battles are rushed into without that information. And the result is a quick defeat because you don't even know you're flailing about recklessly with no real knowledge of what it is that you're even trying to achieve. I think that what we've come to realize as conservatives during the presidency of Donald Trump and all of the drama that has surrounded it, there has been, at least for me, a reorientation of my understanding of what the battle even is. It's, it's not conservative versus liberal. It's not left versus right. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It is none of those things. Now it includes those things. Those are, those are labels in which the battle disguises itself. And certainly there are clear and meaningful and important distinctions between each of those categories, but that's not the fundamental. At this point, the fundamental thing that we are fighting against and fighting between and and choosing sides between is reality versus fantasy. That's it. That's everything. That's the essential. Are you on team reality or are you on team fantasy? Do, do you accept, do you believe in the physical reality that you are presented with? Are you using a process of reason to discern what is true and then coming up with your, your policy proposals, your articulated values, your plans, your strategies based upon that unalterable reality or are you living in a fantasy land where you, you wish things were different than they actually are? And you're so intent upon pursuing the fantasy that you're going to do so at the expense of the real things that are at stake. And, and the way things are set up in our current public discourse, it's such that it's not just a personal decision of, well, I'm going to live in my fantasy world. It's. I'm going to legislate, I'm going to demand, I'm going to drag you with me down this rabbit hole of conscientious insanity, of chosen evasion. I'm going to force my fantasy upon you. And if you, if you ruin the fun, if you rain on my parade, sometimes quite literally, if you rain on my parade of fantasy, then I'm going to punish you for daring to evoke what is real. 
for daring to evoke what is true. This is the fundamental divide, and it's, it's extraordinarily important because understanding that puts us into a position where the, the one thing you need to take away before you can get anywhere else is we have to dispense with this notion, and I've been as guilty of this as anyone. We have to dispense with this notion that we are engaged in a good faith debate with people who have a sincerely held desire to achieve the best interests of the community. Simply not true. This, this is the lie that they want you to buy into so that their fantasies can exist on the same moral plane and have the same merit in the debate as your acknowledgement of reality. We have to dispense with that. This is not an equal playing field where two competing visions of how to, to arrive at the best end for the common good is at stake. This is a scenario where one side of the divide commonly is dealing in the real and the other side of the divide is dealing in total fairy tale fantasy nonsense. And those two things do not belong next to each other in intelligent, serious public consideration. And so the appropriate response to the fantasy is, are you ready for this? Mockery, ridicule, marginalization. <gasps> yes, we should be marginalizing stupidity. We should be laughing at and walking away from chosen insanity. We, we should not be treating these things as though they're worthy of our consideration, worthy of being debated, because the, the tools of debate, the process by which we would debate them, depend upon the reality that the other side is rejecting. They're trying to trap us into accepting their premises because their premises are ultimately what lead to their conclusions. So we have to reject the premises. Which leads me to this whole concept of unity. And again, imagining that I'm, I'm saying my last words, I'm having the last conversation I get to have with my sons. This whole concept of being united and being nice and, and you know, having, having this sort of common bond uh, with, with our neighbors as countrymen, this is not a given. This is not something that you can pursue as an end unto itself. Th this is something that manifests as the result of seeking another end. And that is, again, a devotion to what is real, to what is good, to what is right, to what is righteous, to what is moral. We can't have unity without identifying the thing that we're unified around. And in the wake of the, the dawn of the Biden administration, and you know, we'll get into a little bit later here talking about the, this ridiculous second impeachment proceeding targeting former President Donald Trump. You know, the guy's out of office and they're still trying to impeach him. Just the fact that they're doing that alone onto itself is enough to demonstrate to you that they don't actually care about unity, right? Like if the, if the goal was to turn down the temperature and to get us all to sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya, then they wouldn't be pursuing something as inherently divisive as an impeachment proceeding of an outgoing president after a contentious and disputed election. That's not the path to unity. So we know functionally just by observing their behavior that unity is not their goal. But on top of that, we know that their cries for unity are dishonest on their face because of what it is that they're asking us to unify around, which is namely nothing. Nothing. They won't define it. They won't tell you what the unifying locus nexus is supposed to be now we can we can infer we can discern basically it's them it's their power it's their premises it's their definitions it's their fantasy that's what we're supposed to unify around and by unify they mean submit if you fail to submit then you're going to get canceled and we got we'll talk about some cancellation that's been happening as of late as well as we get along here later in the program and so, you know, the, the unity, when they talk about unity, they're doing so in the same way that a cult does. 
they they talk about truth, they talk about unity. What they really mean is submission. And if you fail to do so, you will be expunged, you will be disfellowshipped, you will be cast out and banished. That's the unity that they're offering. Real unity, true unity, American unity, patriotic unity, is rooted in a recognition of and acknowledgement of reality and the good and the moral and the decent and the righteous. 651-289-4488. My name's Walter Hudson, filling in for Brad Carlson on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be right back. Over zany sound effect. Uh, we were gonna write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to the Patriot on the free radio.com app. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate who Whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com and use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. This is the Entertainment Answer. The Dig is now streaming on Netflix. Actress Lily James talks about the significance of this story. The fact that they got it just in the nick of time, you know, the war was just days away from starting. And had they have not found it exactly when they did, had Miss Pretty not decided on a whim to, you know, dig up her land at that exact moment, we'd never have found this treasure and wouldn't know what we did about that time, which is insane. The Dig, also starring Carrie Mulligan and Ray Fiennes, is now streaming on Netflix. For more information, head to theentertainmentanswer.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Appreciate you joining us this Sunday on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Walter Hudson, filling in for The Closer, Brad Carlson. You you may recall me from my time, about three years spent hosting an evening show on, what does Mitch call it, the uh, boutique conservative talk station? I've, I've got to ask Mitch, I never, I've never bothered, but I need to ask him what the etymology of that phrase is, boutique conservative talk station. I, I gather it's meant to be derogatory. And uh, I mean, certainly, you know, if he's, if he's trying to say that it was fancy and hoity-toity, I can get where he's coming from on that. I mean, I, I definitely those studios were certainly an ivory tower compared to the Cold War bunker I currently find myself residing in. But I like it. I'm comfortable, you know, in the dark, in, in the basement, uh, talking to myself. That's that's a comfortable place for me to be in. Walter Hudson, 
1280 The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, 651-289-4488 is the number to join us. AM1280thepatriot.com. Also tracking your comments on Twitter, hashtag Narn, N-A-R-N. Of course, I'm deeply honored to be with with the program today with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I've been listening to these guys and reading their work uh, for literally years, decades at this point. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't want to make them feel better or anything, but I was in high school when I first discovered Mishberg and his blog. So uh, it's been it's been formative and very much appreciate being amongst the luminaries here on The Patriot. So let's get back to it. The premise of the program that we're operating with here today is I'm, I'm not going to take for granted that I'm going to get the opportunity to chat with you ever again. And so I'm, I'm pretending as though this is it. This is my one shot to tell you what I think you need to know, what I think is going to be important and, and determinative for your life. It's under the, the, the same kind of similar rubric as if I only had a couple hours to tell my sons everything I wanted them to know, and then I was going to go away forever, and they were never going to be able to talk to me again. And what I started off with is redefining the conflict that we have in our culture and in our politics as not necessarily between conservative and liberal, although it certainly is that, but more fundamentally between those who are acknowledging reality and those who seek to dethrone reality and replace it with some sort of fantasy an idolatry of sorts. That's the battle. That's the understanding that we have to come to. And once you realize that it should fill you with a certain deep conviction, a determination to fight tooth and nail, because when, if reality versus fantasy is the battle, then reality has to win or we quite literally may die, right? I mean, the, the, why is reality important? Let's spend some time reflecting upon this for a moment. Why is it important to acknowledge reality? Well, because we live there. We live there and it is immutable. And in order to continue living, in order to survive, in order to thrive, we have to understand how reality works and then adjust our behavior Accordingly, that's in a nutshell, that's the job of a father. That's my job for my sons to teach them, to bring them up in the, in the few years that I have them to bring them from the place they're at right now, which is unrooted and fluid and fantastic and defined by their imagination and get them to a place where they are firmly rooted in the truth of reality and are capable of making independent decisions that acknowledge that reality so that they can pursue happiness. What does that mean? It does not mean pursuing your whims. It does not mean pursuing whatever you desire in the given moment. Happiness, true happiness, results from conforming your expectations and your behavior with reality. And so if the battle lines in the culture and the battle lines in our politics are drawn between those who acknowledge reality and those who don't, then the ones who acknowledge it have to win. We have to win. Otherwise, we quite literally may die. Our capacity to pursue this life that we have been gifted with, our capacity to further it, to thrive, to make our life better, to extend it, to prolong it, is dependent upon our ability to make decisions within the context of reality. And what we're up against on the left, you know, bring back in those labels, what we're up against on the left, what we're up against with liberals, what we're up against with the Democratic Party, with the new Biden administration, is a committed institutional force of corporations and nonprofits and a political party and, and media groups that are dead set on imposing fantasy on us and not just imposing fantasy, but punishing us to the extent that we acknowledge reality. That's their goal. And this is what here. There's an inversion that needs to take place here. A, a mirror universe that we need to bring into being because right now the way things work is the people who have the moral conviction, the people who are fighting tooth and nail, the people who are fighting as though their lives depended upon it are the ones who are promoting the fantasy. It's the left. 
the cancel culture, the, the, the Democrats who want to see Donald Trump imprisoned and want to create a Truth and Reconciliation Commission and effectively send us to re-education camps and put us into gulags and what have you. Those are the folks who are fighting with the intensity that you would expect if your life was on the line. And then meanwhile, those of us over here on the conservative side of things and the Republican camp, we got five Republican senators who just sided with the Democrats in the impeachment process against President Trump. That's where we're at. That's the state of our union. Okay? We've, we've got Republicans in St. Paul who are tripping over themselves to sound all ceremonial and accommodating towards a tyrannical governor who continues to impose, at this point, a year-long, single-handed, unilateral dictatorship over the lives of every human being that lives in the state of Minnesota. Think about that. Governor Walls has declared himself emperor of the state, quite literally. He single-handedly gets to decide the details of every social interaction that takes place within the state. And Republicans have more or less boo to say about it. There's a few. We'll talk to one in the second hour. State Representative Jeremy Munson is going to join us after 2 o'clock. But the, my point is, is that the, the fight, the vigor, the conviction, the intensity that you would expect in a life or death conflict, it's all on the left. And they're, they're the villains. They're the ones who are trying to smother us, quite literally. They're the ones who are trying to put a cap on our capacity, who are, who are trying to make you feel guilty for succeeding to the extent that you to the extent that they still let you. They're going to make you feel guilty for it. Right. The, the, the world's villains are fighting as though they are they are taking the beaches of Normandy. It's a last ditch effort to conquer the forces of evil. They literally call you a Nazi. That's the intensity that they're bringing to the game. So my question is, where's ours? Where's yours? Where's your intensity? Where's your commitment to overthrow these villains? Because that I, we need it. And right now, this is, this is dangerous rhetoric in this day and age. Oh, my God. He's, he's inciting people to violence. No. I'm inciting people to conviction. I'm inciting people to get involved in the process and to not let up and to not let themselves be shut down by the various tricks that the left employs. And we'll get into some of them here on the other side of the break. You have to become, you have to commit yourself to understanding who your enemy is. And then you have to be committed to defeating them in the arena of ideas, in the culture, in the institutions, in elections. And there's an order of operations that needs to take place. In order, to be, in order to defeat them at the ballot box, okay, at this point, we're going to have to fundamentally change how elections work, right? Because right now it's a con, right now it's a fraud. But before we can get to that point, we're going to have to conjure the political will to do so, because right now it doesn't exist. And in order to conjure the political will to do so, we are going to have to have a, a broad sense of moral conviction that is transmutable, that we can transmit from one person to another th- through a movement and in order to have that movement, that sense of moral conviction, we have to have solidarity on what the underlying moral ideas are. We have to know why we're right, and we have to believe it. We have to be convinced of it so that we are unassailable and unrelenting. See, it all tracks back, and, and where it eventually ends up is with the conversation I'm having with my sons, the conversation I'm having with you. We need to get our minds right. We need to get our hearts right. We need to get, keep our eyes on the prize of what it is that we're even fighting after. And then, and then once we have that in mind, then we can fight it or fight for it with vigor and intensity and an unrelenting, unextinguishable fire that does not give up until it succeeds in achieving its value. That's what we need to do. When we come back, I'm going to give you an example of how the left prevents you from doing this. The, the, big, the big lie that the left employs is the idea that this is, a, this is a civil conversation. This is a good faith discussion that we're involved in. We're just trying to understand one another. And if, if you'll just 
let go of your preconceptions and open your mind to their ideas, why then maybe we might be able to get somewhere and it might be peaceful and we might be able to come to some sort of understanding. But of course, it's a trap, as Admiral Akbar would say. It's a trap. They have no intention of understanding you. They have no intention of uniting around your values or even letting you pursue them independently. There's nowhere you can even go now. What state are you going to move to? What, what social media platform are you going to join? Where are you going to go where you get to be free, where you get to be Christian, where you get to be a patriot, where you get to be a This is a special Frozen Tundra update. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is broadcasting once again, not from our usual undisclosed bunker, but from the ice. I'm Brad Carlson, here with Mitch Berg. Join us on Medicine Lake in Plymouth for our annual Holes for Heroes live broadcast, an opportunity to salute veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. Find us on Medicine Lake or tune in from the comfort of home, Saturday the 20th from 1 to 3, here on The Patriot. Thanks to Snelling Heating for sponsoring the broadcast. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Walter Hudson here filling in for the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You can join us at 651-289-4488. Premise of the program this Sunday. You know, I'm guest hosting. I don't want to presume that I'm going to get the opportunity again, so I'm pretending as though... This is it. This is my one shot to convey to you what I think is the most important thing for you to know, the most important set of ideas for for you to go forward with. And similar to if this was the last time I was going to get a chance to talk to my kids. I'm going to I'm going to write them one last letter with all of the information, all of the ideas, the important considerations that I want them to have at hand as they navigate this reality. 
And reality was number one, acknowledging that that's what's at stake in our cultural and political debates. Uh, Are we going to acknowledge what is real or are we going to pursue the fantasy and embrace the fantasy? Uh, The capacity to pursue your happiness defined by the real is under threat by virtually every institutional force currently empowered within the culture. And if we hope to battle back against that, we first have to know what it is we're even battling and what it is we're even battling for. Let's talk to Bob from Shoreview. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, Thank you. Uh, For people to be living in a fantasy world, they have to believe some things that aren't true. And the definition of truth is the accurate description of reality. Now, God has revealed truth about spiritual things and about morality to us in the Bible. But in this age of relativism and postmodern thought, many people deny that there's such a thing as truth. And I think one reason for denying the reality of absolute truth is obvious. If there is no such thing as truth, then it follows that there is no such thing as error and no such thing as deception. So consequently, many people don't even realize they're being deceived. Thank you, you, Bob. Very very potent point and definitely agree with it. Yes, indeed. There's definitely a spiritual component to this, right? And that's why I said at the outset, since this is the patriot and not the mission, I'm going to try to keep my analysis in the secular. But you really can't divide the two. They are sort of one and the same, because as it turns out, this funny thing, this reality came from somewhere, right? And if you're going to acknowledge it, if you're going to gather any principles from it with which you can successfully negotiate your life, you have to acknowledge the entire thing, the whole kit and caboodle. And that definitely includes the spiritual component. And I do, and I do think if we allow ourselves to get too far from being rooted there it's it's one thing to talk about things in secular terms and to avoid devolving into a, a sunday morning sermon when you're talking about public policy that's one thing but it's another thing entirely to completely omit and pretend as though there is no connection between these spheres of our culture they are of course intimately connected and indeed the desire to evade responsibility beyond oneself is a strong component fueling certain fantasies. So let's, let's get into some specifics. All right. I've given the broad strokes, the broad overview in the first half of the hour. Let's get into some specific examples of how this battle between the real and the fantastic is taking place in the culture. Gina Carano is a name you may be familiar with. She's an actress who uh, was playing a Rebel Alliance soldier in the smash hit Disney Plus show The Mandalorian. And her character is just checking the boxes, what you would expect the left to be deeply in love with. You know, she's got a unconventional body type. She is not a conventional female lead for a show. She's she's got a her character has a brash, aggressive, commanding personality, but it's authentic. She plays it well. She looks the role. She looks like she could, in fact, be a drop soldier for the Rebel Alliance fighting the evil empire in Star Wars. And she's done a good job in the show and she's a fan favorite. But she's been canceled this week. Reading from The Federalist, Gina Carano was fired by Lucasfilm after she shared what the film company believed was an offensive post on Instagram. In response to the post, across the span of 24 hours, Carino was let go from her current acting gig, dropped by her talent agency, defended by Senator Ted Cruz, and lambasted by America's left-leaning entertainment culture. And it goes on to give some background on the character and the actress. And uh, more more the details surrounding the controversy. It isn't until you get much further down. And, you know, the Federalist at least includes it. Many of the news reports that you may have come across regarding this canceling of Gina Carano don't even bother to tell you what the post was. They just describe it for you. Take it from them. It was offensive. Take it from them. It was divisive. It was racist. It was this. It was that. 
In actuality, the now-deleted post shows a Jewish woman in a state of undress, her face bloodied, running for her life from an approaching mob. The accompanying text reads, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? That was the post. Now, this post has been referred to as anti-Semitic by journalistic institutions. Now, you just heard it. You just heard the text of what's in the post. How is that anti-Semitic? 651-289-4488 is the number. If you can explain to me how her post was anti-Semitic, how it was racist, indeed, how it was inappropriate in any way. Now, the crux of what I I hear, because even some of the people who are defending her will couch it in the disclaimer of, now, I'm not necessarily defending what she said. Which, okay, you don't, you don't have to defend what she said in order to defend her capacity to say it or to, to defend the idea that she ought to be able to keep her job and have a political opinion. That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. But I'm interested in why you wouldn't. What, what, what part of this do you find offensive? What part of this do you find inappropriate? She's not even talking about people. The, the primary argument is, oh, it's a Nazi comparison. <laughs> oh, well. First time we've ever heard one of those, isn't it? We, we've only been listening to Donald Trump and all of his supporters, including ourselves, be compared to Nazis being called literally Hitler. You know, we've got an organization out there that calls itself anti-fa, anti-fascist, who will tell you that they're out in the street trying to fight Nazis. All right. So the past four years has been nothing but one giant Nazi comparison. That somehow isn't anti-Semitic. That somehow isn't racist. But Gina Carano putting out an Instagram post that makes comparisons between the culture which produced the Nazis and our culture today is somehow crossing an undefined line. I I don't understand it. And of course I do. I'm being a little facetious. It's a double standard, right? That's all it is. It's just a double standard. There There are no rules except if you're conservative, if you're a Trump supporter, especially if you're in Hollywood, then you got to be canceled. That's that's the premise here. That's the operating mission statement. But at the root of what she's saying, I'll read the text again. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Now, I have heard no one, and I mean no one, not one single person, answer that question. If you're going to go to all this trouble and all this hoopla and produce all these statements in response to the horror of Gina Carano tweeting this out or posting it on her Instagram, whatever the verb for that is, you'll have to tell me, kids, um, then at least go to the trouble of addressing the substance. Answer the question, how is it different? Now you could say, well, today we're not dealing with Nazis. Okay, that's why it's called a comparison. That's why it's called an analogy, right? And she's not, she's not even talking about Nazis. The post isn't even addressed regarding Nazis. It's about the culture that produces them. A culture that trains its citizens and indeed even its children to hate Neighbors for having different affiliations. Gee, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Can you think of a year in modern American history before 2020 where where there has been a, a greater contention raised between neighbors living on the same block than the year we just experienced? The mask mandates the lockdowns, the COVID tyranny, the election. Indeed, Trump is, a, is Hitler. Republicans are Nazis. Ha, has there been a greater degree of social contention amongst American neighborhoods, amongst neighbors living on the same block than we've experienced in the past year, 
in modern history. I, I think he'd be hard-pressed to point to a date, certainly during the time that I've been alive. And so this is a legitimate observation, the fact that before you get to the point where – and indeed, what do we just deal with? We just saw this last week a second impeachment proceeding of an outgoing president employing a double standard where some of the rhetoric coming out of it from the left is suggesting that we need to go and round up his supporters and prosecute them to various extents, to various ends. No doubt, including amongst some of the rhetoric, things like re-education camps, jail time for having a political opinion or political association. You see them already canceling people because they had the audacity to contribute to the Trump campaign out of their private funds, their own personal money. So this environment does exist. Her point is legitimate, and they canceled her for it. Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Walter Hudson. 651-289-4488. Join us when we return. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot, with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Would you like your child to have a Christ-centered education? United Christian Academy is a Christ-centered pre-K through 12th grade non-denominational school that provides rigorous academics as well as a variety of electives and sports. Come to their open house on Thursday, February 18th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Tours will be provided and teachers will be available to answer your questions. Social distancing guidelines will be followed. RSVP at admissions at ucathunder.org. That's admissions at ucathunder.org. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Pressure pumps and parts to get the job done. Pro pressure washers and the Arctic steamer. Our service and selection is second to none. Professional quality from the proven leader. American Pressure, INC.com. American Pressure. Say it, don't say it. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. My name is Walter Hudson, sitting in for The Closer, Brad Carlson, who I'm sure will be joining you again soon. The number to join us, 651-289-4488, if you want to be part of the program. We are just 10 or so minutes away from being joined by State Representative Jeremy Munson. 
and uh, he has been standing out in my social media news feed as somebody who is exemplifying what I've been talking about this hour, which is knowing what it is that we are fighting, knowing who our enemy is, knowing the terms on which they are attacking us and what it is that we're fighting over and going after them with unassailable conviction and determination as if our lives depended on it because they quite literally do. I mean, you're, you're at the point now where the, the ability for you to earn a living is at stake. You can lose your job as actress Gina Carino just did this past week because you put out a post that questions the very culture that is canceling you and whether or not that's a good thing that leads to good places historically. I mean, that's the great irony here is that Gina Carino put out this Instagram post that called that, that basically says, this is a bad culture. The direction we're headed because bad things emerge Things like the Nazi party come to power, Nazi soldiers pulling you out of your home and taking you places to do bad things to you can occur born from a culture which is trained to hate its neighbors for the things that they believe and the associations that they have. And that's where we find ourselves. Let's talk a little bit about, before we get to Jeremy Munson in the next hour, I want to talk about another tangible example of how this is taking place. And I'll probably get into this a little bit more next hour because I've been dealing with it personally, locally in my school district. And it's a a very instructive example of how the left operates. I want to talk about this concept of equity because you hear a lot about it and you're going to continue to hear a lot about it. In fact, you know, one of the stories I have here in the stack shows that there's been a 90% increase in the number of job postings for diversity, inclusion, and equity people in various organizations. It's becoming, it's, it's getting right up there along with human resources and government compliance as something that you just need to have. You just need to have somebody on staff who's focused on diversity, inclusion, and equity. Now, why is this a concern? Why should it be a concern? Equity is the functional opposite of equality. It is necessarily, practically, the opposite of equality. MLK's dream, the reason why Martin Luther King stands alone among civil rights icons as someone who is universally revered is because he deviated from the radical message that the rest of his cohort was putting forth. Everyone else was talking in terms similar to those we're hearing today, talking about you know how how you're you're the unredeemable racist white person by virtue of the fact that you were born with a certain color of skin, and there's nothing you can do, and we, and basically advocating for forms of black nationalism. You had that going on, Malcolm X and the like, and then you had MLK who came along with something different. He said he was seeking a dream of a world where his children would be judged according to the content of their character and not the color of their skin. And that line rang true and rang righteous and was recognized as just and proper by the culture and informed reforms that changed our society for the better. But it also presented a problem for folks on the left because legal equality and a merit based society that judges people according to the content of their character. What that does for the left is it presents an end point. It presents an end zone goalposts that are in a fixed position because legal equality is something that you could look at and recognize and be like, okay, we're here, right? Once, it, once it's achieved, it's achieved. And that's no good for the left because they need to have this perpetual, ongoing, endless revolution that furthers their acquisition of power. And so they came along very quickly after MLK was removed from the scene and moved the goalposts, redefined the objective. Now it's equity, which is functionally the opposite of equality. What equity says is that we need to have the same outcomes. 
If you have a black student and a white student, the black student has to do exactly the same as the white student. Otherwise, it's racism. Now, you're going to have to explain to me how that math works, how you get from step A to step Q. Step A being there's different results. Step Q being it's racism. It occurs to me there's a few things in between there that you're going to have to connect in order to get to the conclusion that the only possible reason for the disparity in outcome is racism. But they don't want you to think about that. They're just saying we need to get to the goal of equity. We need to get to the goal of equal outcomes. Now, necessarily, you cannot treat people the same if your goal is to get them to equal outcomes because equal outcomes do not manifest from unequal performers. And you know, just by virtue of our nature as individuals, we all do not perform equally. Newsflash, headline, tweet it to your mom. We don't perform equally as individuals. And so in order to create the illusion that we do, the only option you have available to you is to treat people unequally. And now we find ourselves right back where we started in 1964. We've gone from we need to we need to be treating each other equally under the law to we intentionally need to do the opposite. We need to single people out based upon their associations and treat them differently in order to manifest these equal outcomes so we can have equity. And this is the premise. This is the end goal that all of the subsequent conversations about race and racism and education and health outcomes and everything else that we discuss in public policy, that's the cage in which the left wants to have the conversation equity. And they're, they're very far along in establishing this as a given that in, before you even start to have a conversation about policy, you must bend the knee to the goal of equity. And if we do so, if we concede their goal of everyone having equal outcomes, then we have already lost any argument that comes after that. And so they don't really care how the argument goes because they've already won the war in the premise that informs it. State Representative Jeremy Munson, when we return, my name is Walter Hudson, sitting in for the closer, Brad Carlson, AM 1280, The Patriot. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done. Champion Plumbing wants to empower you to be the champion in your home when it comes to plumbing. Go to their YouTube channel for step-by-step videos explaining how to fix common household plumbing issues. Do you have low water pressure? Have you drained your water heater this year? Champion Plumbing has videos to guide you through it. And if you get stuck, they're only a call away. Subscribe to their YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash champion plumbing. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. This is Dennis Prager from Mathnasium, the math learning center. Getting good math help for kids has never been more important. Did you know that even in normal times, more than 6 out of 10 students are not proficient at grade level math? Distance learning isn't exactly improving things, but at Mathnasium, students not only become proficient at math, they reach their highest math potential, understanding and becoming confident about math and enjoying success in school and long afterward. Now available online and in-center, Mathnasium uses customized learning plans and live instructors to develop number sense, math fluency, and problem-solving skills. Now more than ever, it's time to do your kids or your grandkids a favor and set them up for success at Mathnasium. Find a Patriot supporting Mathnasium Center on the advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com or call 763-269-6969. Mathnasium, changing lives through math. Growing up in a broken home, I lived the challenges that face too many young people of color. I overcame both poverty and inner city violence, earned my degree, served our country, and started a family. But my story has become far too rare. That's why we've launched Take Charge Minnesota, 
a new organization dedicated to proving that the American dream still works for everyone, regardless of race. We're committed to restoring two-parent families, and we believe that education is empowerment. Mothers and grandmothers are the backbone of the black community. That's why we're empowering them with a message of a return to faith, family, and education. We believe that taking charge of our lives will lift our communities to new heights. I'm Kendall Qualls, and together we'll put our families on the road to prosperity. Learn more at TakeChargeMinnesota.com. Paid for by Take Charge Minnesota. AM 1280, The Patriot, 